Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Hello and welcome, friends. Thanks so much for joining me for the shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. For the winter season, I'll be putting away the portable equipment that enables me to do the van casts that I've been sharing this year. I'm back in my studio in front of the microphone for the Wellness Wednesday episodes until spring. Since July, my solo shows have been focused on reimagining midlife wellness and envisioning the future. And last episode, I spoke about how to begin again after a significant life transition, like the death of a loved one. While outlining the process and questions to work with in that episode, I promised that I'd share a project I was mulling over called Six Months to Sixty. And that's what we'll be exploring today. And as always, there'll be a takeaway on how you can use this approach toward the end of the show. As a quick reminder, the four-step process and three questions that I shared last episode are, one, reflect on what matters most, two, decide who do you want to be, three, identify what mindful actions align with that vision, and four, begin with the next step. The three questions that I shared are, one, what am I willing to let go of? Two, what legacy do I want to leave behind? And three, what am I grateful for? Here's how I put it all into action. Last week, I did my 21st Prolon Fast which is a five-day fasting with food experience that I shared in a 2022 podcast episode, and I'll link that episode up in the show notes. The fast is more than just dropping five or six pounds, which I did, but it gives me time to rest and reflect because during that time, I also fast from as much outer noise as possible while spending quality time outdoors meditating, and journaling. So that was the perfect backdrop to use the framework and questions to help me consider how to be more intentional with my time as I move forward, which led to creating a six-month roadmap to experiment and try different things. I'm excited to explore new possibilities and unique experiences and growth opportunities, This is about creating a life that has even more vitality and meaning by being true to myself and connecting deeply with others. So why a roadmap? Roadmapping is used in the business world all the time as a way to communicate corporate strategy, which is the why. This allows the leadership team to create plans on how the strategy will be achieved including the actions that need to be taken, which is the what, and the time frame, the when. I'm happy to say that that is not the approach that I'm going to take. 
I want to try something new. And so the way I'm using the concept of a roadmap for my six months to 60 project is more like how I plan for a road trip. I want to clarify my destination. In this case, my vision for the next decade, yet have the flexibility on how to get there, including the routes I choose and the time it takes. This is more about exploration, discovery, and enjoyment rather than execution and achievement. And that's a huge departure for me. I'm in unknown territory, hence the need for a roadmap. I'll be working with the broad themes of body, mind, and spirit. I refer to these as vitality, flow, and connection on the holistic wellness spectrum that I created and included in my book, The Athena Principles. And I'll put a link in the show notes where you can get a free copy of the spectrum if you don't have the book. Within these three broad themes are seven sub-themes, which are for vitality, movement, and nourishment, for flow, simplifying, intuitive living, and expression, and for connection, there's contemplation and community. The last two sections of the roadmap are what I call guideposts and mile markers. Guideposts are sources of information that helps a traveler make a decision, and mile markers are meant to show your current location. On this metaphorical roadmap, guideposts will be used for periodic check-ins, and mile markers will be used during those sessions as a way of determining where I am and where I'd like to go next. I'm also including something I'm calling off-roading, which are alternative options for spontaneous activities. And no road trip can happen without gear, the things we need to get from here to there. That said, I'm taking a minimalistic approach, utilizing items I already have and expanding practices that serve me well. Here's why I want to diverge from the way I used to use road mapping. In the past, meaning in my corporate years, I'd determine what I want, when I wanted it, and how I was going to get it. In other words, the focus was on the goal, time frame, and action plan. Once that was determined, all I needed to do was execute it. And that approach worked flawlessly for me for years. It was also exhausting. And now with hindsight, it was limiting. I could only achieve what I could imagine based on past experiences. Fast forward to present times. This past year, I've been experimenting with creating a lifestyle I love, and I've learned a lot about my desires and preferences. Even so, what I'm about to outline may sound onerous to you. For me, it matches my personality type, and it focuses on things that I love to do. And I enjoy having a framework so my daily activities happen without thought, more habit, and less of a list of things that I have to do. I hope you can feel the distinction as I describe a portion of the plan in some detail. It feels like my six months to 60 project is inviting me to try a new way, to give myself permission to enjoy all the elements of wellness 
And if something begins to feel like a chore, to change it to something that moves me along the path to well-being in a more enjoyable manner. To give you a sense of the roadmap, I'll use the theme of vitality as an example because it's the most concrete one. The sub-themes of vitality are movement and nourishment, and here's how I'm thinking about the guideposts and mile markers for each. First, movement. I love feeling fit and strong. It's that feeling that gets me out of a warm bed on cold, dark mornings. After decades of experimenting with gyms, personal training, cycling, marathoning, and boot camps, what seems to work best for me is a mix of weightlifting and running workouts. I have a treadmill and weights in my basement where I can do a solid workout. And I also love to run the trails when the weather permits. But over the years, I've found a local CrossFit community that's fun and supportive. In fact, the best workouts ever have been in that box. And I love leaving there feeling every muscle in my body enlivened. So here are my movement guideposts. Weekly, I want to do at least two running workouts of three to five miles each and three CrossFit workouts with an emphasis on building muscle and maintaining flexibility and balance. Home weightlifting sessions can also be substituted for CrossFit and I can run on my treadmill or run outside and all of my workouts will be done early in the morning. On a daily basis, while I'd like to walk at least 12,500 steps a day, I usually aim for 15,000 steps, about seven miles. The reason why I like to do this is it gets me walking in the afternoon. For off-roading options, I'm including fun activities with family and friends that can be substituted, such as taking a long walk or hike, or playing with my great nieces and nephew. The aim is for full-body functional exercise each day. Mile markers, how will I know where I am? I have a body scan scale and my watch, two items that I already use. And so what's different? For me, it's the simplicity. This is an achievable routine that I don't need to think about because the structure is already in place and I can start my workday at 8 a.m. with a completed workout under my belt. Let's go through the process again with nourishment. And I start again with what I love. I love living foods and recipes that use ingredients as close to their pure form as possible, prepared in ways that retain their nutrients. I love going to the market and experimenting with new recipes and techniques. I love the sensual preparation of the food, sharing it with others, and of course, enjoying it. I love the way it makes me feel truly fed. The tools for eating this way are mostly a food processor, a high-speed blender, and a dehydrator, all well-used tools in my kitchen. Of course, there's a time factor. When committing to eating this way, there's food preparation that has to be factored into the weekly schedule. When preparing this roadmap, I originally thought that I'd do some type of six-month restrictive challenge, but it's not feeling right. 
I also know that my personality thrives with an accountability structure, such as when I use a meal planning app. So I decided on a plant-based approach with minimal amounts of processed food and the following guideposts instead. On a weekly basis, I'll shop at the local farmer's market and schedule a batch meal prep session where I can prepare meals for the week and try at least one new living foods recipe. On a daily basis, I'm setting a minimum of a 12-hour intermittent fasting period, starting from after dinner in the early evening and going through breakfast the next morning. I'm also going to check in with how the food is feeling as I eat and digest and make adjustments as needed. My off-roading activities include hosting family holidays and informal gatherings with friends with a focus on healthy alternatives. I also want to explore more raw, vegan, and plant-based restaurants with friends and when I travel. For my mile markers, how will I know where I am? I already use the Lose It app, and I'll continue to do so. Once it's set with my personal recipes, it's really easy to use and it also tracks fasting periods. So what's different? For me, the intuitive eating check-in. I already do the weekly meal prep and I eat in a way that supports my well-being. But I'm interested in the daily inquiry to see what foods are most nourishing at this point in time and how it shifts seasonally. I've done the same for the other sub-themes to complete the 6-month to 60 roadmap with a focus on creating a simple, creative, intuitive, mindful, and connective life. What I love about this approach is I'm not adding anything to my life. Instead, I'm eliminating the noise in each category, letting go of the extraneous, so I can focus on the things that bring me joy, that make me feel good. But what this project has really done is taken what could have been a dreaded occasion, a milestone birthday, and turned it into an event that's being anticipated with excitement and enthusiasm. I'm also remaining open on how to commemorate that milestone when the time comes, I feel that this roadmap will lead me to the perfect, atypical way to celebrate it. And now, your takeaway. Here are three steps to help you create a self-compassionate roadmap for the next phase of your life. 1. Identify the most important themes and sub-themes as your roadmap destinations. I use the holistic wellness spectrum and you can download a copy for free at athenawellness.com slash action plan. Two, determine your why for each sub-theme. What is it about the sub-theme that motivates you and inspires you? Why do you love it? And three, establish your guideposts and mile markers for each sub-theme. What will you commit to do weekly and daily to move yourself along the route you've chosen? What are some potential off-road experiences that will keep the journey fresh and exciting? And what mile markers and gear will keep you on course? There are also less rigid ways to design your roadmap. 
Your themes can be things like exploring new things, where you focus on traveling to places you've never been before, learning about new cultures, trying new foods, meeting people outside of your current circle of friends, volunteering for an interesting cause, or taking a workshop on an intriguing topic. You can also explore getting creative. You can focus on creating a work of art through your writing, painting, taking pictures, playing music, acting, dancing, or singing. You can also share your thoughts more broadly through blogging or podcasting. And lastly, you can focus on growing in new ways by learning more about an aspect of personal development or traveling inward through spiritual practices, mindfulness, or time in nature. Your roadmap is merely a medium, a means to inspire action that aligns with your deepest desires and, most importantly, reminds you to enjoy the journey. So take my suggestions and run with them. Amend them, change them, ignore them if it feels right, and create something that brings you clarity, focus, and accountability while motivating you to continue to move forward. As we bring this episode to a close, I hope you're inspired to create a life roadmap of your own. I found it to be a worthy investment of my time and energy, and I'm excited to continue to refine it during my six months' journey to 60. I'm excited to see where this roadmap leads me and share what I've learned with you. And as always, if you're at a life crossroad and would like some guidance, you can find ways to work with me at athenawellness.com slash coaching. I'll leave you with the slightly edited words of fellow New Jerseyan Bruce Springsteen, who was credited with saying, A time comes when you need to stop waiting for the person you want to become and start being the person you want to be. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot, and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast. Until next time, be well. Be well.